Good morning. Uh, today, I want to talk with you about some dumb advice that leads to or that has led to dreadful results. And I want to show you three ways to fix that. Uh, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we recently sent out a survey to our audience. Um, and you know, just asking a few questions, looking for feedback on how we can best support them and so forth. And one of the things that came up, which was interesting, was one of the responses was, um, and again, these were totally anonymous, so I have no clue who said what, um, but I just, you know, obviously see the answers. And one of the respondents said, um, in respect to one of the strategies that we teach, which is obviously, uh, obviously what we call a perfect client pipeline, which is based around a webinar, uh, this individual ran the idea by her friends, family, and colleagues and asked what they thought about that. And I thought that was a really interesting suggestion because um, this same person also had mentioned, if I just quickly pull up the survey, um, you know, looking for, you know, this individual needed more uh, patients or clients, they needed more help running a virtual practice, and right now, um, you know, just, just wasn't seeing the results that, you know, they wanted to see. So I thought this was interesting. And I wanted to share why this is an issue. And I want to give you three ways to, to kind of circumvent this problem. So the reason this is a problem, and when I say this, I mean the thing being asking advice of other people, is that the reality is that, listen, you should never take advice from people you ha who haven't done the thing you want to do. Right? So when you ask your family or friends if they would watch a webinar or if they would read a long sales page and asking for feedback on that, um, it's really, really dangerous to do that because they have no context and you're asking the wrong people. Okay, Because if they give you certain advice and you have, I guess, more trust with those individuals, you're more likely to have a bias to taking their advice. The challenge, though, is that they've never done this thing that you're asking them advice on, and therefore they have no experience, they have no wisdom, they have no perspective about whether this thing would work. They're just sharing from their own perspective, in their own you know view of the world, if this makes sense or not. Okay, it would be like asking someone, "What do you think of this person I'm dating?" Why would you ask? someone who has no clue about this individual what they think of the person you're dating unless they know them very very well right so this is really really dangerous and i think it's um it's pervasive in today's day and age and this also leads to this whole idea of modeling others looking at their businesses and saying hey that person's doing this i need to do this as well and i've mentioned this before is you need to be very careful about comparing your beginning to someone else's middle and what I mean by that is you see, you know, these gurus running, let's say, a free plus shipping book funnel. And you're thinking, oh, my God, I need to write a book and then I'm going to do a free plus shipping model without fully understanding what goes into that, without fully understanding the numbers and the behind the scenes and the funnel optimization and testing and tweaking and, you know, increasing cart value from $35 to $37 so that you can break even on your ad spend. There's a lot of things that we don't see on the surface, like the iceberg, we only see the tip of the iceberg, we don't see everything else beneath the surface. And this, I think, is the true sign of an amateur, is that when they look at just jumping on the bandwagon and copying what someone else is doing without understanding what's happening behind the scenes. And this goes to what I just mentioned, is, is asking feedback of people who have no context of beneath the surface.
Does that make sense? So number one is, so I'm gonna give you three simple fixes to avoid this because this can lead you down a path of dreadful results. And this is, listen, like a lot of most people in business don't achieve great results. I think what I'm about to share with you or what I'm talking about today is maybe part of the reason. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but it can be part of the reason. So number one is don't ask friends or family for feedback on your business stuff, right? If, you know, we, we speak to a lot of people obviously on the phone who um, are the owner of their business and then they want to run the decision by their spouse who has no experience in business. And their decision is then based on what their spouse thinks they should do but the problem is that that spouse wasn't on the phone call and they have no information, they have no context. And now the person's playing broken telephone, relaying information, which largely is gonna come down to how much does this cost? And oh, if it's too expensive, then it probably doesn't make sense, right? Because this individual, and I can't tell you how many times this has happened, and if listen, if you've dealt with the situation where you're speaking to someone either in person or over the phone, they're like, yeah, I wanna run this by my spouse, it's the same thing. Okay, this is why it's really important to have both decision makers on the phone because you can't rely on someone who has no context of the situation. Like, can you imagine this? And this, this, is, this, this actually really disgusts me. And I'm going to use the word disgust because I think it's the right word to use. Is someone be on the phone to take necessary steps to improve their health, right? Their own body. And then they have to run the decision by their spouse, about whether or not they can do the thing for their own body. And I find that absolutely just, it's disgusting, to be honest. And we have a lot of clients that deal with this objection, and obviously we help them through that. But you know, it's, it's like, why would you ask somebody else for permission to make the right decision for your body if, and your health if you know that's the right thing for you to do, right? So anyways, um, be very, very careful about taking advice from the wrong people, right? So friends, family, I don't think, for the most part, are gonna be the best sources of advice and feedback for your business. Second thing is that sales beat surveys. I'm very cautious of sending out surveys. I don't do them very often because I don't really find them extremely valuable. Um, what I find more valuable is understanding why somebody buys something and why they don't. Because people vote with their dollars, right? You know, you can ask for feedback all you want, but at the end of the day, if people don't buy your thing, that, that's all that matters, right? So asking, you know, like, you know, putting in a survey, um, like the, the other thing too is what I've recognized over the years is that most people don't even know what they want, right? Most people don't have clarity about what they want, but they're very clear about what they don't want. So if you are sending out a survey, don't ask people what they want because they don't even know. And what, whatever they tell you is usually gonna be a fabrication that isn't true. But ask them, what's the one thing you never wanna deal with again? you're gonna get a much more truthful response there, right? So just be careful about uh, making decisions based on like surveys or asking people on social, what do you think about this or whatever? None of that stuff matters. The only thing that matters is are people gonna spend money on the thing you want them to spend on, okay? And that leads to question number three, the third thing I wanna, uh, the third quick fix around this whole idea about you know, getting feedback and advice is you need to ask a better question. You need to ask better questions if you are asking people for advice. 
So the worst possible question, the worst possible question to ask someone is, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? It's a terrible question because it gives, it gives no context, it gives no guardrails, and it gives no specificity to the outcome you're looking for. So instead of asking, what do you think of this? I want to give you a couple better questions to ask. So number one, if you're going to, let's say, put something into the marketplace, right, to sell, whether it's a coaching program or a product or a service, instead of asking, what do you think of this? Ask the person, would you buy this? Would you, my friend or my family member or my colleague or someone I value their opinion of, would you buy this? And if they say yes, just take that with a grain of salt. Because if they would, then the next question should be like, great, when would you like to get started? Because listen, like you have to be, this is, this is a great example. Would you buy this? Person says, yeah, totally, awesome. Great, um, I can put this on Visa or Amex, whatever you want. Now the rubber meets the road. Oh, oh, like, no, 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 like, I actually don't need this, but I would buy it. Okay, sure, right? Like, thank you so much for being a friend, but actually that, that doesn't really serve me at all. So just be careful about some of that feedback. If the person says, no, I would not buy this, just ask them why not, right? Now, if they say, whatever they say here, if they say it's too expensive or they say whatever, just, again, take that with a grain of salt because no matter who you ask, no matter what you're offering, no matter what market you're in, there will always be people who say it's too expensive, Okay. Be very careful about that. So you can ask them very directly. Instead of what do you think about this, just ask them, would you buy this? If they say yes, great, put them to the test. Hey, I'd love to, let's get started, right? I know it's gonna, it's very forward, but then you'll really see the true answer. Um, second thing is when you are asking somebody, let's say with respect to like your website or an offer, any kind of messaging or wording, ask the person not what you think about this, but is this or what not is this but what elements on this page or in this message are confusing unclear or boring okay which aspects of this message this could be a facebook ad this could be your home page on your website this could be a landing page what on this page is unclear or is sorry confusing unclear or boring and this is known as the CUB process. It's, uh, it comes from a book called Copy Logic, which is a process for improving messaging and copy, um, using other people's feedback in a constructive way, right? So it's not about what do you think about this, but what specifically is confusing? What specifically is unclear? What's specific or unbelievable? What specifically is boring? Okay, and get them to identify that. The unbelievable and confusing pieces are very, very important because believability is a very big deal nowadays and the reason most people don't say yes to what it is you're offering is because they don't believe in you or they don't believe that this is going to work for them and that's why people are having a very tough time in general making decisions because they base most of their decisions on social proof the more social proof you have the more believability people are going to have about the thing that you're offering is going to work for them as well okay it's just the nature of the beast and i think it's 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 worse now than it ever has been and i think a large part of that is that we have been trained as a culture to make decisions based on reviews, right? You go to watch Netflix, oh, what, what's the average review of this movie or TV series? Oh, it's 73, I'm not gonna waste my time. You go to Amazon and you look at the reviews, oh, there's one bad review, I don't think I'm gonna buy this little device, right? We have been trained as a culture to depend on the herd to help us make decisions to avoid making bad decisions, all right? And this is a whole other discussion about the inability to make proper decisions and all, whatever. Um, anyways. 
So I got to wrap this up because I had to jump on a team call. Um, so as it pertains to taking advice from other people, be very cautious of doing so. Do not take advice from someone who has not done what you want to do. Number two, trust sales more than surveys. And number three, ask better questions. Don't ask, what do you think of this? But ask specifically, would you buy this? Or what's specifically about this is confusing, unbelievable, and or boring. And I promise you, if you use those questions and filters, you'll be on the way to making better decisions for yourself and your business. Anyways, I'm going to wrap it up. Hope this finds you well, guys. If you want help getting more patients and growing your health practice, if you're a practice owner and you're already doing 5 to 10K a month in revenue, but you want to scale, then just hit me up, send me a DM, and let's have a chat about, uh, have a quick chat about how we could possibly help you. All right, guys, have an awesome one. Thanks for tuning in. See you soon.